with your Mackinac series, was that something you also did a lot of travel and visiting to Mackinac to do research for? So that one came about, you know, as I said earlier, I we took a lot of family vacations up there. And then right after college, I was just kind of trying to figure out, you know, finding a teaching job, but then also, you know, how can I earn money up until I find that teaching job? Mm-hmm. And I was able to um, get a job for the Mackinac Park, Mackinac State Historic Parks. And they have four sites up there, four main sites, the Colonial Michelin Mackinac, which is right by the bridge, Fort Mackinac, which is on the island, Historic Mill Creek, which is about five miles towards Sheboygan, and the lighthouse right there by the bridge. So they um, have all those. So I was able to work for that system, and I got to work at all the different places. Um, My main focus was the Colonial Fort and then Mill Creek. I did um, some adventure tours and, you know, talking about the nature and everything out there. And while there, made some very good friends, and we would – the first book for Mackinac kind of came up because my friends and I would always joke about how fun it would be to travel back in time and actually talk to the people that we were portraying. So some of those big names, Charles Langlade and his family and his wife and um, the um, Sinclair family, just a bunch of those families that are big up there. And so that's kind of how the book came, book idea came about with mm-hmm. that. So, um, yeah, the Mackinac series is time travel. In book one, a young woman who works at the fort finds herself back in time in 1775 where she meets a couple of other time travelers and then they have to figure out how to defeat an evil British soldier who wants to take out all the French and natives in the area. And then the other books kind of continue that. So Very cool. Yeah. I, I'm not super familiar with these. You mentioned, so Charles... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, Charles Linglade. Charles Linglade. Yep. And the Sinclairs? Yep. Sinclair, Patrick Sinclair was a really big, uh, he was British, um, fur, tra- fur trader, kind of businessman up okay. there. Um, so, yeah, I got to, um, uh, Father Jabot was a big traveler up there, traveling priest that would hit up there a lot, um, and just a lot of other individuals, too. So, And I I, I didn't even realize there was, that, so that fort was an American fort that was used in the Revolutionary War? So it actually started out as a French fur trading post. Then after the French and Indian War, it was passed over to the British. And then the British held it until after the American Revolution. And actually, the British took that fort during the American Revolution. They were afraid that it wasn't going to be easy enough to defend if the Americans actually decided to attack it. And so they actually, over the winter, moved the fort and a lot of the buildings piece by piece over to the island and started, you know, building a fort there. And then they actually leveled the um, all the homes that were there and the fort pieces that were there. It's a common military practice. You level things out so your enemy can't come and use it later on. Mm. And so all the existing buildings right there are, are reconstructed, but very pains, painstakingly reconstructed. It's all based on the archaeology and documents and things like that. So it's very historically accurate. So mm-hmm. that's how the British moved over. And then after the American Revolution... The Americans took over, and the British eventually left. They dragged their heels a little bit, but <laughs> you then, know, 